today we're going to be talking about the same subject we were talking about last week, but we're going to do it in a slightly different way than we've done in a very long time. That we're talking about this morning, putting yourself in a position to hear. And we're going to keep talking about listening this week in a passage about Elijah. So if you have a friend who is thinking about hearing from God, now would be a great time to share this broadcast. Welcome, I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is Praying Scripture, a weekday broadcast where we use God's own words to honor Him and to talk to Him about the things going on in our life and in our world. We've been praying through the names of God in the opening section of the broadcast, and we're going to take a break from that for a week for no good reason other than I needed something easier this week when I was doing prepping. So we're going to be looking at Psalm 95 verses 1 through 7 today. Psalm 95, 1 through 7, as we pray in worship this morning, it reads like this. Come, let's shout joyfully to the Lord, shout triumphantly to the rock of our salvation. Let's enter his presence with thanksgiving. Let's shout triumphantly to him in song. For the Lord is a great God, a great king above all gods. The depths of the earth are in his hand and the mountain peaks are his. The sea is his. He made it. His hands formed the dry land. Come. Let's worship and bow down. Let's kneel before the Lord, our maker, for he is our God. And we are the people of his pasture, the sheep under his care. Beautiful words, evocative, giving us mental pictures this morning. Although it's a longer passage than we usually pray, let's just jump in and pray through those as we come into this time and worship him this morning. Father, you have given us these words, and I'm grateful for them this morning. You tell us to come and shout joyfully to you, triumphantly, to be full of thanks, and again, shouting triumphantly in song. And so I'm not going to sing for you. That would be (laughs) painful for all of these people praying with me, but I will be thankful before you this morning. I'm so grateful for the opportunity to do this, to gather with friends and lift your name up. And as we think about that this morning, we just echo these same words. You are a great God, a great King above all gods. The depths of the earth are in your hand, and the mountain peaks are yours. The sea is yours. You made it. You've made everything that we know. Your hands formed the dry land. So we want to come this morning and bow before you. You are our maker. You are our God, and we are the people of your pasture, the sheep of your flock. And we honor you today for being our maker, for making all that we know, the God of creation. And the God who is in charge of it, it's all yours. And we are just inhabitants of your world. We honor you today as our maker and as our creator. As we move into this time of prayer, I ask that you would guide my mouth, guide my words, guide my thoughts, that what we do here today would be honoring to you, that it would be also growing to us, that you would change us into the people that you want us to be through this time. I pray that you would do mighty, mighty things through prayers offered in these few moments, because all it takes is us coming before you and bringing needs to you and talking about our world and talking about our lives for you to unleash answers and mighty works in this world. I pray that you would do that in Jesus' name. Amen. For the second portion today, we're going to be in 1 Kings 19 verses 11 through 13, and I want to set this up for you. This is probably going to be a familiar passage, 
we have maybe even covered it in the last week or two. I'm not sure. It's Elijah in the cave and what happens when God makes his presence known. We talked about listening last week, and we're going to kind of be focused on this whole passage through this whole week. We haven't done that before. We usually skip around in passages. By the end of the week, you're going to know it intimately, and it's a similar practice to meditate on a passage, just repeating it to yourself, looking at it in different ways, asking God about it, talking to Him through it. And so that's kind of what we're going to do this morning and for the rest of the week in this same passage. We'll only be here another once live, but in the evenings, we're going to be praying this passage every night. But I need to set it up for you. Here's the background. Elijah had recently had a huge spiritual victory, a display of God's power. And afterward, a powerful woman threatened his life. I am going to kill you by tomorrow night, Elijah. And so he, after having seen and experienced this powerful display of God's power, he ran away into the wilderness and he had stopped to rest. He was praying, just let me die. I've had enough. I have had enough. And then he fell asleep. He was then woken up twice and given food and water by an angel and on the power of that food and water. He walked in the desert to the Mount of Horeb, which is God's mountain. And he went into a cave there and he sat down and and God asked him, why are you here? A few times. Elijah replied, I have been really zealous for you. I've done everything that you've asked. And now I'm all alone. Israel has abandoned you. They have torn down your altars. I'm the only one left. And woe is me. I'm like, he's sitting there feeling sorry for himself for sure. And there's a whole lot about that experience that we could talk about and that I can identify with. But what comes next is the verses that we're praying about this week. This is 1 Kings 19 verses 11 through 13. At that moment, the Lord passed by. A great and mighty wind was tearing at the mountains and was shattering cliffs before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake, there was a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, there was a voice, a soft whisper. When Elijah heard it, he wrapped his face in his mantle and he went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. So let's pray about that. And today we're going to be thinking about it in terms of what he did with his body. He put himself in a couple of ways in a posture to listen. Let's just dive in and pray. Father, there's so much in that series of stories that I highlighted today that we could go into. I can identify with Elijah in a lot of ways, even in his after victory depression or whatever you want to call it. But this moment where he's in the cave, God has asked him, why are you here? And he's told him twice, look, I've done everything you've asked me. It went really great. And then everything fell apart. And the powers in this world made me afraid. God asked him a second time and he repeated it a second time. And I I think I'm grateful for your patience with us. Elijah was in a down moment. This This was like rock bottom. And you met him there. You met him in the highs, but you also met him in this low. And you were extremely patient with him and you gave him this amazing display of who you are and who you are not. You are not always a God who will display and speak to us in a huge display of power. Can you do that? Absolutely. He had done that, right? You'd done that a week before, however long before, longer than a week because you were in the, Elijah was in the desert for 40 days, but you had done that with Elijah. But it's not always like that. And Elijah was sitting in this cave and you spoke to him again 
And there were these huge displays of power outside of that cave. There was wind that was literally shattering cliffs. That, that's that's crazy amount of wind. There was an earthquake. There was fire. And you weren't in any of those things. And afterward, you spoke in a whisper. Elijah was ready to hear you. He was paying attention. He was listening. Certainly those natural disaster-y kind of dramatic displays had his attention. But he was discerning enough to know that you weren't there. Then he hears a whisper in the quiet. He immediately knows that that's you. And he gets up and he goes to the entrance of the cave. There are things that we do with our bodies when, when, when someone's whispering and we want to hear. We move closer. We turn towards them and we lean in and we might turn our ear towards them and we put ourselves in a posture to hear more clearly. Elijah did that when he got up and walked to the entrance of the cave. He put himself in a position to hear more clearly because he knew that this was your voice. I ask that for us today, that we would be discerning in all of the noise and the dramatic displays and the stuff happening in our world. There will be dramatic displays that seem like it's your voice and it's not. Pray that you would give us discernment to know the difference. Pray that we would keep listening and not latch onto the first thing that sounds sort of like something you would say. Pray that you would give us the discernment to know what is your voice and what is not your voice, but that we would be even in our down times that we would be listening for you, that we would be aware that you want to speak to us, and that then we would put ourselves in a position to hear from you, whatever that means for us today. We certainly can't necessarily lean in and put our ear against your mouth because you're not physically here with us in a way that someone else sitting on a couch across the table from us would be. But there are things that we can do, postures that we can take physically, emotionally, spiritually. There are postures that we can take to put ourselves in a position to hear you better. That might look different for all of us. And I pray that as we consider that, what those postures would be for us specifically today, pray that you would bring those to mind, that you would teach each one of us and guide each one of us. For me this morning, it was that I needed I needed art time. I needed that co-creation with you. I needed you to speak to me. You wanted to speak to me in the creative practice. That was a physical posture of listening that I could take. Whatever it is for everyone listening with me, I pray that you would communicate that to them, that they would voluntarily be intentionally looking for those postures throughout their day, whether it is spiritual or emotional or mental or physical. Teach us how to put ourselves in a position to hear from you. That's what I ask for all of those listening. Teach us how to put ourselves in a posture to hear from you. And then I ask that you would draw us to that place every single day. Every single moment we can be in a posture of listening and aware that you are going to speak and be listening for your voice. Guide us in that process today. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank y'all for being with me today. I am so grateful that you join me in prayer in this time. I'm so grateful that you are continually coming back to hear from God in His words and how that applies to you. If you are watching this broadcast on the Grace and the Gravel Road Facebook page and you're finding it encouraging, we'll be back again on Wednesday, 10 a.m. Central. I would love to have you back and bring friends with you. If you're a podcast listener, I am so grateful for you as well. Subscribing and sharing the show with a friend helps more people join their voices to us in prayer. Praying Scripture is brought to you by Grace in the Gravel Road. We help Christian women grow a God-first life 
and business. And it is my heart that as we pray together, as we do this twice a week, that we would both grow in our prayer lives, that God would answer these prayers in mighty ways, and that we would be able to see it because it's always more fun when we can see it. But most of all, I pray that He will draw you into a deeper and deeper relationship and that you will fall in love with the God who gave us these words that we are speaking. Amen. Amen.